you know Our Town Reno and The Biggest Little Streets Instagram have a podcast? Yeah, it's part of the overall Our Town Reno Street Reporting Collective. The podcast has interviews of heroes and sheroes of Reno. It looks into our unaffordable housing crisis and efforts to hashtag help each other out. It also has Keep Reno Rad interviews with local artists. Find it wherever you get your podcasts by looking for Our Town Reno. Our Town Reno. What's up, Up With The Mixers? We've got another ad from a friend of the show. And it's your friendly neighborhood toy store. Katie Empire is your local premium pop culture and vinyl toy store in the Reno Sparks area. They specialize in designer figures, amazing anime merch. Katie Empire carries many rare and limited pieces from some of the top artists and companies. They are located at 433 Pyramid Way in Sparks. For new arrivals, make sure you check out their Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at KD Empire. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Nar, Mr. R. This is Caesar, a.k.a. Della Foto, a.k.a. The Tracksuit Bumpy, a.k.a. The Honey Badger. Back this week with another brand new episode of Up in the Mix, giving you what you need, not what you want. Exactly. You know, it's been a while since it was just us two, and uh, sometimes it's good. Sometimes a little better, because we could talk a little bit more shit. <laughs> yeah, and you know, summertime is... Almost here. The weather's been pretty nice uh-huh. consistently, although, you know, maybe not on the weekends like everyone would like. Minus the wind. I feel like it's been windy probably like 98% of the time. Yeah. And I'm a fair weather bike rider, so it's just like, it's too windy. Good boy staying home. Yeah, last week, you know, for Memorial Day weekend, it was like basically snow. It was snowing up in the mountains. Like, you know, this is what to Brett and Janine went up there, had a housewarming party. Uh, outside of Truckee and it was like 40 degrees and raining the whole time. I was like, this weather. Yeah. Damn it. Like, even but, even today, uh, rain. Yeah. Last night it was raining. Like, and then it's hot and then like it, the breeze is coming in. You smell the rain. Like, what's like My car's all dirty from driving, you know, up in the rain and, and everything last week. And so it's like, are you going to wash it? I'm like, no, it's supposed to rain again like this weekend. I'm like, I'm just going to wait. And I feel Subarus are meant to stay dirty. You know what I'm saying? They're a utility vehicle. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was needed last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this crazy-ass weather. Yeah. But, you know, we are in, like, you know, the high Sierras where the weather's weird anyways. Yeah, it's not, you know, it's still end of May, beginning of June. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be hot soon, so I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm enjoying, you know, being able to keep the windows open all the time and, not have to worry about uh, you know AC yet. Yeah, but the bugs though. That's the thing. Like we're starting to get a little ants coming inside. Mm. You know, it's it's that time of year. Oh, we already got the, the people came and sprayed. Yeah, we got them out like on the on the schedule. They come. <laughs> they came like two weeks ago. They're like, oh yeah, yeah we come in May, like May. That's the time of year. Yeah. So so I, we had super bad ants last year, and uh-huh. I already got the ant stakes out and everything. And it's weird because, like, the ants are not coming at my place in the usual spots. They're not coming in the kitchen or the laundry room. It's all the other spots. Yeah, we had them in the bathroom. Yeah. But, like, it was, they're saying, like, it's just because 
especially when it's hot, like moisture. So they're attracted uh, to the water from like the sink and okay. the tub. So that's why we had them in the bathroom or like there's just, I mean, all around here. You know, there's so much nature in this neighborhood. Yeah. Like, the, like all the houses. So much green. Tall, yeah, big yeah. trees, old trees. You know, not big trees, old trees. Tons of, you know, birds and bugs and people, yeah, got gardens and stuff. So there's a lot of nature. <laughs> in some of the suburbs where people don't have all the stuff. Yeah, they got golf courses and swamp land. So it's a lot of mosquito. Like how my mom lives, a uh, lot of swamps. So we got a lot of mosquitoes in the summertime, especially like growing up because like our subdivision where we like kind of grew up, the, there wasn't nothing behind us. So it was still kind of swampy. Yeah. I remember one year like there was a bear chilling back there still. So, you know, swamp land, Reno, it happens. Yeah. But uh, anyways. You got a story? You got a story, story for us? I'm excited. Well, it's just end of the year. Nothing too crazy of a story. Just Your children you know, this, out there? This year teaching seniors and just the difference in the ages. And why, like I always tell people, the older you teach, the easier it is. Uh-huh. Like they're so appreciative <laughs> and grateful. And like just they got like I got so many like gift cards and gift certificates. Just but but for- Sean, you're cooler than the rest of the teachers. <laughs> That's the thing. Still though, still it was like, way better than when I was teaching middle school. Like, because I feel I'm cooler than the rest of the dads, and that's why kids love me. And I like they know I love cartoons and I love all the stuff they love. You know, same thing like you, like music wise to those kids. You know, you're you're teaching them things, and they're teaching you you music as well. Yeah, yeah, but it's just I mean, like one of my old friend, like coworkers, friends I used to work with, posted like a story. About like what her kids did at middle school, and I was like, God, I don't miss middle school at all. So wild. like I was like, this was like the calmest last couple of weeks. Yeah. Like the, like the last couple of weeks in middle school, like the worst. And like this was like super chill. Like we had projects due, and the kids are like, Hey, we're gonna like, you know, go to breakfast and shit. Like yeah, come back yeah. with like they're like, where should we go? I was like, Oh, PJs. That place is hella good. Like, yeah. really good. and then they came back with a gift card for me for PJs. Especially like, you. You got House of Bread right around the corner. <laughs> That spot is popping still. Yeah, so it was very, it's been a very relaxing last couple of weeks. Like yeah. they, they had like a final project and just blew. I like let them write a research paper, and like we haven't done a research paper at all the whole year. And I was like, five page research mm-hmm. paper. That's your final. You can pick any topic. It just has to get approved for me. And these kids wrote amazing, mm-hmm. crazy good papers. I was like, God damn. Like <laughs> you know, you think they would be slacking, you know, because it's their last thing. But yeah, it's better than they the- came through. Better than the kids wearing blankets and duck walking all the time. Or writing about how Jackie Robinson was a famous poet. Oh, yes, yes. I've. Oh, my God. I forgot about that shit. <laughs> yeah. Just making shit up and like <sighs> giving it to me like I'm fucking stupid. <sighs> no, they were like, oh, they were such good ones. Like one of them wrote about like gentrification in Reno. Uh, another one wrote about uh, like secret projects that the CIA has done over, during Ooh, the Cold conspiracy War. shit. What's up? Another yeah. one wrote about like ufos in the united states government uh-huh. and like because like the navy's had all these hearings on it lately uh some of them yeah were super good like a lot of them wrote about like obviously roe versus wade because that's in that's a big one right now that one's a big one right now um or like a lot of them wrote about like gun uh control because mm-hmm. obviously like it's, the shooting big and, right now yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it was it was great like just uh validated my decision to go to yeah. teach high school and 
and and it's crazy to think, especially like with the gun stuff, the majority of the people, you know, they're they're down for more gun control, gun yeah. control. But but the lobbyists are the ones lining pockets. Yeah, and it's like fucking our shit. A couple up. of them wrote about co- government corruption too. Yeah. Like with no, lobbyists fantastic. And, and uh, they need to like know about that. this because yeah. yeah. like us, I didn't learn about it until like after high school when I was reading books on my own. That's what I tell them. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great time. I think they gave me like, fee- I gave like a little survey, you know, for uh-huh. uh, for feedback, and uh, for like the next year and shit, or just like how can I make the class better and blah blah. blah. Like what's you know like rate the the difficulty and um, you know your favorite things, Challenges least favorite stuff. things, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like one of them was like if somebody even mentioned like the student teacher, my intern is their least favorite thing. Uh. <laughs> You'll probably get a better one next year. I mean, I'm, yeah. a, I'm not getting one next year. <laughs> You're going to veto out. Take it a break. Veto. Take it a break. Womp, womp, womp. Sorry, guys. And they'll probably, they got your back, the other teachers, too. They're probably like, all right, cool. Yeah. He deserves one year of a break. And then my sophomores, they had, like, projects. They had presentations. What was the projects? What was going down with So them? they, like, because it's world history. So I for them, it was, like, a decade project. Ooh. So they got in groups, mm-hmm. and then they could pick any decade from like the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, or 2010s, and they had to do like uh, teach like a lesson on it, and they they did such a good job. Like it took way longer. I should have put a time limit. They were doing like 15, 20 minute lessons, like going through all this stuff. Like it was great. Like they made like vid- some of them made videos, and like one girl brought in popcorn for the class, so she's like, "Yeah, like we can all be eating popcorn while they're like teaching us stuff." <laughs> So what was the what was the decade that was most used or was it spread no, out? No, they couldn't they couldn't double choose they each had to choose a different one. Oh, okay, okay. So you just spread it out. Yeah. So like they each each group had to pick a different one. Um but yeah, it was great. Like I was like, dang, and then that was like the last final on Friday. And yeah, they were all like sitting there like eating popcorn while they're <laughs> so I was like What was your favorite one? What decade? Um I don't know. I mean I didn't. I like didn't look at it that way because I'm mean, like watching them, you know, grading them. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. You gotta, you gotta grade them. Um, so. But I don't know the 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 group of girls that did like the 2010s was probably the funniest, just because okay. like it hits different when you hear like a 15 year old explaining history that you lived through. <laughs> They're like ex- trying to explain like what Napster was and like uh, file sharing <laughs> and shit, and I'm just like, oh my god. And then are they talking about like? Yeah, you know, the Iraq War and Afghanistan, and then they were talking about something else, like I forgot what it was, and I was like, "Damn, like this is like all yeah. fucking." Like, it's all coming back. This. It's all coming back. Well, like I remember all this. Like, to P- them, they had to like research it. You have a PTSD out here. <laughs> they're explaining what it was. Nine eleven like, and what? Yeah, like uh. each decade, I gave them like a different thing to focus on. So that one, they were talking about like, technology, like advances mm. in technology. So they're talking about like the iPhone and like uh, iPods and like yeah. explaining like that, like you know, like how fucking stream. They're like. Because they kept saying streaming. I'm like, no, it wasn't streaming. Like, it was file sharing. Yes. It's way different. It's like, you guys, uh, yeah, it made and me it, feel super fucking old. And it's crazy to think, like, yeah, like, the Bill Clinton era is where, like, stuff exponentially went into the stratosphere and technology. Yeah, that was what yeah. I was, like, they were trying to explain the dot-com boom. Uh-huh. And, like. And Al Gore runs the internet. <laughs> Did they do any Al Gore shit? No, they didn't do any Okay, Al- good. They did, they did have a bunch of, like, Beyonce and, like. 
Because they're super funny. Like, they made, like, Beyonce. Oh. They kept, like, showing clips of, like, Beyonce's evolution through time. Oh, that's... I would love to see that one. Send that one to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, Give me that PowerPoint. Yeah, so some of the boys were like, go back, go back. Go back. So yeah, I, I sent it to the boys, too. That's exactly what I do. Send it to the boys. Hey, guys, I got a Beyonce PowerPoint. <laughs> you guys got to see. <laughs> but, yeah. Just... Uh, yeah, last a great couple of last weeks at the school yeah. to uh, head into summer. Yeah, I'm excited to, for summertime now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, when you got maybe a day or two left, maybe. Yeah, we have not two. real, not real work, but still closing, closing. There shop are a down. couple of kids who haven't turned in their their papers because technically the last day is not till Tuesday. Yeah. So they got Friday before I left. Had to email a little reminder, like, Yo, "Hey, what's bro, up? I need it." Yeah, like make sure you turn this in. <laughs> Like, because you know they are seniors, if they don't pass, they can't graduate. So you can't walk. And how how important is walking? It's crazy. Like, for me, I I slept in the graduation thing at Lawler. I mean, I barely. I only remember I had to. It was so long, yeah. and I had to go to the bathroom so bad. Because read read is usually like the biggest class. Yeah, you know? there was like four like almost five hundred kids. Yeah. Like, because you know, it was overcrowded back then. They hadn't built all the new yeah. schools. Like, salute to Brady for waking me up. Like, he was up, we were sitting together, and, like, I kind of fell asleep on his shoulder, <laughs> you know? Like, like you walk because you, you know, family and stuff want to see and things like Some that. Some kids aren't. They're like, I'm not going to walk. Yeah, like, personally, like. Okay, if, cool, guy. Like, just fucking if do it. it, if like, it was, yeah, if it was up to me, I wouldn't do it either. But, uh, you know, parents and everybody, you know, people came in the town to see it. Yeah, I'm like, it's just, it's high school. Just fucking yeah. go there. And good thing we didn't have those, uh. Those high high res iPhones right now because they would have like caught me sleeping real bad. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. But uh, anyways, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. A lot of things have happened since last so, time we talked. You know, yeah. like things are returning to normal, so we're getting mass shootings every week. <laughs> fucking cops fucking up. So uh, we had like the first we had that mass shooting in Buffalo where the the uh, that racist guy like shot a bunch of black people because I forgot why because they're black white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, we have the school shooting in Texas, which this is just, I think this was going to be a turning point just cause the cops fucked up so bad. Yeah. It's just so crazy to think in America, you could buy an AR that day. You can get it at the age of 18, age of 18, no priors, no nothing. So no, the like, sheet's clean, right? No fucking training. No nothing. fucking like mental health check. No interview on why you need it. Nothing. You go to Walmart. <laughs> like, you probably went to a Walmart or, you know, whatever. Look, no matter what you think about the Second Amendment, like, it wasn't intended for fucking, like, Assault they didn't rifle. know. They Like, it was written in 1789. When muskets take, what, two minutes? Yeah. They, like, one like, or two minutes to load? Whatever you think about the Second Amendment, like, it doesn't guarantee you, like... <laughs> It's for a well-armed militia. It doesn't not... Individuals is not in it, first of all. So it's an interpretation either way. So, like, if you, you know, if you say it guarantees you, that's an interpretation, and your interpretation could be wrong because that's not what it says. So it doesn't... There's no... Like, it definitely has no word. Does it say you can't... Gun, like, can't be regulated or licensed or anything. So, Yeah. yeah, it's just... You know, like this guy, and then the fucking cops sat there while this guy was shooting eight year olds execution style with a fucking AR 15. So it's crazy. So, like, the cops could get their kids out, you know, but the regular people couldn't get their kids out. Did you see the, I posted that the mom 
that like they took her handcuffs off and she took off running, hopped a fence, uh. ran into the school, didn't see any cops anywhere, got one of her kids, and then like could hear the shooting, so she knew where the shooter was, ran to the other side of the school, got her other kid, and ran out. Mm-hmm. All while the cops were sitting there sitting. waiting to go inside. So, like, one of the benefits is yes, like a non cop, like the non cops, like the little militias went inside and took him out. That's the thing. Like, but like that was the, the border patrol agent yeah. that got there, and like he got frustrated because the actual cops were doing they anything. They weren't doing and nothing. He went yeah. in there, and, but that was like over an hour over later. Over an hour, yeah. And, you know, like, I, I know, you know, like, I have a home now. Like, you get your handgun, you get your shotgun, home protection, cool. Nobody needs an assault rifle. If the government wants to take you out, they got drones. They got missiles. They don't even have to be anywhere near you. You're fucking bodied. And plus, our phones are listening to us anyways. Like, they know what yeah, the fuck like is that up. That argument is like, stupid. Yeah, they know what the fuck is you up. You know one needs an AR-15. Yeah. Like, no it's just, it's like, you know. And, like, people act like there's nothing they yeah. can do where, like, literally every other country has mm-hmm. gun control. And... Yeah. They don't fine. have this. And like, we're fine. the only yeah. country that, like, anything else, we're the only country. And it's like, look, you, you guys yeah. have been brainwashed by the NRA. Like, you can go and read through the history of the NRA mm. and how, like, in the 50s, they started switching from, like, a hunting and sportsman thing mm-hmm. to, like, pro-gun fucking lobbyists. Like, it's just, it's all out there for people to see, but they don't, you know, they don't want to, like, look up information that could go against their argument or their beliefs, you know? Because it's just like uh, wearing a mask. They think it's against their civil rights. I hate when they use civil rights because they don't understand they don't understand the difference between well, I mean, their, let's, a civil yeah, right white people love white, white people love to act like they've been oppressed yes. and like white people love <laughs> all to all the time all the time white people love to play victims and everything so like you know any any time they can yeah. you know play the victim and and not take yeah. responsibility for all the fucked up shit they're doing it, it's yeah and like civil rights and rights that you get from the constitution are different and like civil rights is like you know food <laughs> shelter and you know, being respected by each other and things like that—that's you know—and holding a gun—that's that's extra rights, you know. With people of color, we can't even get basic rights. Yeah, the civil rights that are real civil rights. Yeah, they don't understand. They, yeah, it's just. But, and uh, plus, school doesn't teach them shit either. You know, half the time, unless they got you. Like the the famous the the, the thing about this though is just how the cops like they now like there. the local like the the police chief there mm-hmm. isn't cooperating with like the texas state that uh, oh i bet because they want to they like, want to know investigating because like they're, mm-hmm. like they're like you guys fucked up basically and he's like stop cooperating yeah. they, they tried to interview him ask him about it he's all defensive and it's like uh and i thought texas was like tough give me my shit give me my thing let me take whatever i want like people people cops aren't they don't have to like what people are learning finally Especially white people, yeah. cops are not there to protect you. They're, They're not. there to protect property. Yes, that's that is their main function like, is to protect about property. It. We talked about if they're it not before. willing to risk their lives to go save a bunch of kids who are getting shot. That that right there shows you like mm-hmm. they're not there to protect you. Yes. They're not there to serve you. They're there to maintain order for the people who benefit from all this stuff yeah. and to protect their property. Like they, that's you know to fucking think they're cool by dressing up in hot body armor and like looking cool. And that's why, like, we feel the you know to get into being a police of, police officer takes a lot more than like 
what high school diploma and a little yeah, bit should of training. Have higher, like higher standards because you need to be mentally healthy. You need to understand like the real situation. I understand cops. Yes, they're in the line of fire a lot. Especially. But like more kids have died from school shootings than, than cops. Than cops have died. Yeah. Here's the crazy one I saw today. Over the last 20 years, more kids, more people have died from mass shootings in the United States than all military and police fatalities Holy combined. Fuck. Damn. So yeah. that right there is like you have a better chance of randomly being shot as an American citizen than you would dying the if you, you were in the in the military or as a police officer. You safe, Yams. You safe. Like, that right there yeah. shows you. Like, yeah. you're more likely to die from just going to the fucking grocery store or going, or going to, going school. to school or going to a fucking movie by a random madman with a gun than you are than you are if you were in the military or as a police officer. And that's so fucked up because, like, if you can't go to the movies, if you can't, if you're scared to go to the movies, scared to go to, like, school. The answer isn't more and, guns. And, uh, like, if that was the case, here's the perfect analogy because we just watched Top Gun. Like, <laughs> nuclear weapons. Like, more nuclear weapons don't make the world safer. No. That's why everything they've done the last 60 years has been to limit to take who away. has them yes. and to limit, like, the spread of them. Yes. So, like, it's not like, like, if there's a nuclear attack, you know what people wouldn't say? We should give more people nukes, you <laughs> fucking idiots. So, like, when people say that, like, oh, we need more people yeah. with guns, that doesn't make shit safer. No. No, it turns... This, you shouldn't need... Ar this school had two armed fucking security guards and single point entry, and this guy still went in there and fucking killed people. Mm -hmm. And, like, well, you got, like, these fucking idiots, Ted Cruz, like, oh, we need stronger doors or shit, or, like, what do you need, more fucking... You need... So, two wasn't enough? What do you need, ten? <laughs> What's the number that's gonna make it safe? Yes. What if you just take shit away from people? It doesn't matter if they ain't shit and they're yeah. scared to fucking go engage the person or yeah. the guy has body armor and AR-15. So what? So then you got to have like fucking fully armored guys a with Robocop? fucking AR-15s you have Robocops? Ro roaming the halls of every element. Or maybe, yeah. maybe you could just have less fucking guns. Yes. So like, like in the UK. So, you know, less guns. Gangsters have guns and they just fight against each other. You know, but they don't even have guns. They stab each other. No, no, but like, no, like, but like uh, stabbing is way. Like, no, 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 but like, if you have like stabbing is huge over there because like obviously they don't have guns. They don't have guns, right? But the people who do have guns are the police officers and gangsters, and they just fight each other. Like I've never seen a fucking gangster go into a fucking school and shoot up some fucking. That's what shit. they always say, like. You know, like criminals will get guns anyway. Um, they will. Like, like they're not the ones shooting up. They're not the ones. They're shooting up each other. <laughs> they're shooting up the uh, the other dope man that's, that's like thing. taking like, his shit. They like people who are doing mass shooting aren't criminals. <laughs> no, they buy the guns legally. Yeah, and use. That's the thing. Like gangsters will shoot each other. They don't shoot. Or schools. like Japan. First of all, you can't have you can't have uh, assault rifles. Yeah, but like to. To get a gun, you have to be interviewed by the police. You have to state like why you want the gun, mm -hmm. and you have to go through like a training and waiting period. The Probably gun must be licensed. Yeah, and then like every few years, you have to redo all of that to keep the gun, kind of like your car. Yeah, like registration for the whip, or just like you know every other country, like Australia, New Zealand, Scotland, where it's like they had one of these things, and then they banned those things, and then they've never had. 
these shootings, and then we're still sitting here in America, and like you know, they're, they're fucking telling mm. kids like your teachers need to be you know, there's there's literally teachers need to be armed. There's literally like, people out there. They're saying on top of all the other shit teachers have to do that we should be trained to have to a gun. And then I was like, okay, guys, because like one kid was arguing that I was like, all right, so let's think about all the teachers you've had. Uh-huh. So like, how many of them would you trust to not only like. Think about the teachers who mm-hmm. fucking cry because, like, a middle schooler makes fun of them. You, do you trust that teacher to be armed with a gun and then have to possibly shoot one of their own students and like, this is the who thing. is shooting up the school? Yeah. And, like, us being older, like, you know, and that kid was 18 years old. Like, to shoot, he's pretty much a child still. Yes. As an adult, to so shoot you're expecting, a child. To shoot a child. You're expecting us to, like, maintain all this other shit on, like, on top of it. I'm like, it's just... The the fact that pe- that's what people are arguing just shows how yeah. fucked up and stupid people are. And this is the thing: how they think having a gun is so intertwined in the culture. Like, you know, like I've never it's a fucking fantasy. Like I've never had to use a gun. No, and like, like I've shot a gun, but I've never had. Here's a the thing: use- if you own a gun for home protection, it is way more likely that gun will be used for someone to commit suicide than it will be for you to ever protect your fucking home mm-hmm. from a home invasion. Yeah. It's not like it's Red Dawn. <laughs> like, and it's it's not like p- armed fucking people are storming houses in yeah. suburbia, fucking robbing people. Like I said, Red Dawn. You know, like when uh, the old one was Russia, the new one was North Korea. You know, but like that doesn't happen. Like, that, that's a fantasy. That's a movie. all these people running around scared, just thinking they need propaganda, concealed carry th- their yeah. fucking gun. Like, here's the perfect example of why. That doesn't matter. Mike said this to salute to Mike. Salute to Mike. Yes. So the other day, uh, this guy like walked into a convenience store and robbed it. He had a gun and robbed it. And then like was confronted by someone else with a gun. And they started they had like a shootout and they ended up shooting two innocent bystanders. And then a third person with a gun came and he thought that the the good guy that was stopping the bad guy was the bad guy was the bad guy and started shooting at him it'll be like the wild wild west that's what that's what i'm saying and like the wild wild west like it looks tight in movies but in real life not that tight no no like what other thing is where there's a thing where like well the answer is to give everyone that like no no i don't even trust people fucking driving i don't trust people with my child like I don't trust a lot of fucking people. Like, like no one right now with Russia is like, you know what we should do is give everyone (laughs) nuclear bombs. Yes. We should give everyone nukes. Then it would be safer. Yes. Like, no. Then Uh, just more people get killed. You fucking moron. The average person is a fucking moron. That's the thing. (sighs) Like, you just listen Uh, to these arguments and you're like, first of all, you're white. So when the government comes from you, you always join them. Like, you're so Like, you're never on the right side anyway. The government. All like the times where you should have stood up to the yeah, government, you yeah, never no, do. No, no. Because you are the. They're on your side. You just don't realize. It. Like it's just some yeah. fantasy. Where it's like the people who need to be arming themselves are black and brown people, <laughs> and you guys don't seem very down for that. No. Like the NRA isn't out there fucking protesting Philando Castile when he's legally carrying and get <laughs> shot. Like no, they're fucking silent because he was black. Yes. Or like in the sixties when the Black Panthers started arming themselves, and then all of a sudden the NRA wasn't for yes. you know, everyone having the ability but, to open carry assault yeah. rifles. You know, like those are the people who need to be arming themselves because those are the people who are actually being oppressed by the state and have the threat. Yes. Yes. 
Like, you and your fucking little suburban fucking ranch-style home in the middle of Texas <laughs> on five acres don't have anything to worry about except other people like you. Yeah, it's not like it's the purge. <laughs> oh, these little these fantasies these fucking people live in. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then like, it's, the like they're, it's like they're daydreaming all the time. Sometimes I talk to people, like sometimes at a random bar... We get into a conversation, and I just look because they lived in a bubble their whole life, where like their parents yeah. protected them from everything that's bad, and like they don't realize yeah. like what the world really is. They don't travel, mm-hmm. they don't go anywhere, they don't read any fucking books, yeah. so like they don't know anything. They just see what's on TV. They watch wh- like a Top Gun and play Call <laughs> of Duty, and what's fed to them, and they think you know they're fucking badasses because they dress up and go shooting on the weekend with their buddies. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's move on. All right. <laughs> More gun regulations. Handgun, shotgun for the house. That's it. Yeah. Boom. Uh, I'm like, I've shot an AR-15 at cinder blocks yeah. that were far away, and, it and it's through terrifying. It. Through and through. The and power the, of it is terrifying. No, and this is the thing they don't realize, like uh, the shooting in Las Vegas. So a lot of the injuries were off ricochets. Yeah. So the guy wasn't even hitting people, but the bullet is so powerful it and hits like the ground. The velocity of yeah. It hits the ground and it hits you and it goes through your body. So also, those things are made to fight at range. So yeah. think about what it does to someone at close range. And that's why the kids in Texas like it was hard to it because it blows party parts off. Like it leaves yeah. holes. Like yeah, it's just terrifying it's not like the movie like at john wick i could put somebody in front of me even a handgun even a handgun is going to shoot through that person and through you and probably through the wall fucking well, behind you like what ryan said like with some of the larger rounds like they would say like they didn't even need to hit the person yeah it displaces so much air when it passes by you that it like will like rip you apart oh shit so he's probably those like big old fifty cal's like like fifty caliber, but like even some of these other mm-hmm. rounds, like if they just hit your limb or something, it's gonna take the whole limb off. Yeah, no, because they're traveling so fast, so fast, so powerful. Like they go unless you have a RoboCop and like some crazy thick metal in front of you. It's not like the movies; you can't use another person as a shield. I mean, maybe with like a nine millimeter or something. Yeah, like even with nine millimeters, when they got the hollow point, like. You still shoot that guy, yeah, and that's gonna ricochet boom, through the body. Like, yeah, it's gonna ricochet into Anyways, you. Like, like science. Like, look it up, motherfucking science. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, let's what do we got? This uh, this is low, very low stakes. <laughs> so, for all of you sneakerheads out there, oh, okay, okay, okay. Fucking. So Nike is suing StockX. Oh, what a surprise! Because NFTs or something. Yeah, StockX is making NFTs of Nike, like Nike shoes yes, and yeah. selling them, uh-huh. and everyone's like, "The whole point of NFTs is to protect, like, to have the right copyrighted them, yeah. fucking creations." And they're like, StockX, how can you possibly... You never owned it. (laughs) You're just a middleman. Yeah, like, you didn't create these shoes. How can you make NFTs of them? And then, like, Nike's finally, like, had drawn the line. And then they were like, because StockX is fighting it, then Nike was claiming that, like, some of the shoes StockX is selling aren't fucking real. They're fake and shit, yeah. And the thing is, too, is, like... StockX wants to use them as trading cards, you know, because trading cards are coming back in as well. This is like a digital one. So you get, so when you buy the shoe and you buy the NFT for the shoe, you have right, and like Nike's fighting it too because obviously Nike wants a piece of everything. And in an NFT, 
once you sell it, they have like some kind of like say I buy one and I sell it to you, Sean. Nike still wants a piece, like even if it's one or two percent or five percent, a piece of what I sold it to you oh, yeah. for. You know, so it's all about money. But like in this case, annoying. it's annoying. Like obviously, you know, the secondary shoe market helps yeah. Nike, but they're like, like they're, no, and Nike controls that secondary market. Like, like we talk this, about them. At this point, though, like they're like StockX, you've gone too fucking yeah, far. Too far. We've like you, you go on so you're far. making enough money off our fucking shoes. Yeah. Now you're gonna try and sell NFTs of our shoes. Like yeah. you fucking wild, bro. No, we want our cut. We want our yeah. corporations just fighting. That's what happens. Yeah, it's just. Uh-huh. But I liked it when like Nike's like try to say that their shoes aren't. <laughs> real Nikes now, yeah. But then, but then, someone I was, you know, reading this online, uh, fucking shoe expert was saying that some of these companies like StockX have relationships with the same manufacturers that Nike uses, mm-hmm. so like they're making the same shoe, they're just, just doing it direct, yeah, instead of it, through, through Nike. Nike, exactly. So they're like, technically, it's, they're fake. But like it's not, it's only fake in that it wasn't made for Nike, but everything else is the same about the shoe, and they're just like, you know, that's what you get for using these third world countries and like, I'm sorry, these developing countries. <laughs> Proper terms, air quotes. I'm doing right now. Developing countries yeah. to, uh, you know, exploit their labor, and of course they're gonna make some money off the side if they can. Uh, if they could do it, because like they don't got nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is a. a product of the environment you've created nike yeah and nike does create it nike does limited stuff and this is the thing you know salute to jock slades i keep listening to him all the time he spits like real shit about the nike industry and it's just like especially with like the kobe coming out they need to have the kobe shoe a general release so that's what they did with the lebrons so everyone lebron's not that you know his shoes are not that tight yeah that's the thing but with kobe dead and you know, especially to the Kyrie's, but no, it wants, yeah, <laughs> and like KD's and shit. But the thing is, like, it needs everyone needs to be able to get them, especially like something like the Kobe's, you know, and the Mambas. And Nike's so fucked up that, like, the shoes when they did come out, the Kobe family, the Bryan family didn't get it yeah. first. Like all the all the hype beasts and all the people who's gonna do promoting. You talked about this the last yeah. time we talked about it. And it still shoes. hurts me. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like, there's some shoes that need to be general release or do a pre order. Yeah. So we could all get them and like then like the secondary market that's gonna like we always talk about it like we We can't, had this conversation yeah. like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still angry about it. <laughs> But all right, all right, playoffs. Are we gonna go playoffs now? But we can seamlessly transition. Because <laughs> go from Nike's to basketball, know, to basketball, mm-hmm. and the playoffs are going on. NBA play uh, the finals. I mean, yeah, uh, game one, the fucking Celtics. No, I was I was thoroughly shot, upset. Like, like made fifty two percent of their threes. They had two players make more three pointers in that game than they ever had in their career. It's a two fluke. players had a career game yeah. in the same game. It was just wild to see, but uh, I was like watching it on my phone, texting Sean, "What is going on?" First three quarters were fantastic. <laughs> I was dealing with household emergencies so. at the same time, so your 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 whole mental mental stability wasn't there. Yeah. And I'm like, Sean, what's going on? And I'm over here at a masterpiece event, like kind of talking to people, but also watching the game. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? PJ comes, is like, what are you doing? I was like, this game is out of control right now. I don't know what to talk about, but yeah. But, you know, we'll see. Game two. 
Game two tonight. And like I said, it's a fluke when two people have like career career game. games yeah, just, together and like boss this and, dude who shoots 30 percent all of a sudden makes six fucking three-pointers well horton right <laughs> white uh yeah and like horton shot looks horford i mean horford, horford his, is a good three point. they need to guard him better yeah but yeah like, but his, still. his shot looks so funky to me i'm like yo like uh surprised even you're that it. tall though yeah. you already start to have high enough yeah i'm gonna do much for it it's so funny but you know like there's fluke games like that so We'll see what happens. Yeah, you know, they're not going to be consistent, so, like, this game is going to be... Uh, <laughs> so you're like, yeah. are you going to go watch it somewhere? Like, oh, I can't go watch this game with casual fucking fans making stupid fucking comments, not understanding what's going on. Like, I can't, I'll be fucking lose my mind, bro. I'm over here baiting Sean to go to a bar with me to go watch this, so I can, like, oh, uh, yeah. Last time I saw it, like, we got Royce watching a game, like, a couple months ago, and, you know, it's like all these people talking, and they're like, they're like oh, like, just... Saying false, just shit. This is not true. I'm like, bro, like you know the dude trying to like like talk like he knows like he knows all the stats. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, I'm like, listen, tell us. I like listen to him. That guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's just out out, just fucking yeah. everything he just said is completely. Right. I, 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 you know, I got my little group. Salutes to Steve. Salutes to C. Salutes to Soup. Yeah. And our fucking warrior old like our oh, ten year old man. warriors fucking chat. You know, where we console each other and, like, talk with, you know, the re- that we know. The real shit. The real yeah. stats. Yes. Where we're just like, you know, Cause everyone, it's fine. They, 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 they'll, they, you know, they'll make yeah. some adjustments. but No, because everyone likes to talk like first take, you know? Yeah. They're all, like, yeah, in, exactly. in that moment. And that's trying why. Trying to take, like, trying to act like they, they, they know they're been, talking. And, like, what, what I get so mad at, that fucking, what's his name, Beverly fucking. Patrick Beverly. He's, like, doing all this shit, and he is, like. Oh, he's just out there starting shit. Yes, and you could tell he is. And they did, after the first week, they did tone him down. But he's still out there, Russell. And, like, and I, I understand why ESPN did it. They want more viewers. Yeah, they want more numbers. that's all that bullshit. Yeah. That's and, not a true analysis. Yeah. That's what I, I'm saying. And that's how, like, Steve You get more intelligent shit from our group chat than you do from ESPN. <laughs> or even here when we talk about it once a month. We watch, you know? Yeah, we watch enough fucking Warrior games to know what's going on. Like, yeah. So. But, yeah. You know. Do do your own research. Don't. I like Stephen A because sometimes, you know, he's just. Look, it's okay not funny. to know about sports. Yeah. You don't have to pretend. You don't got to lie to kick it. Yeah. I asked someone if I was like. Do people have you ever heard because this girl from LA? I'm like, do people still say lie to kick it? Have you ever heard that phrase? She's like, no. I'm like, oh, well, I'm saying it right we now. Old. You don't got to lie to kick it about sports. If you, it's okay to not know about yeah. sports and ask questions. Like, I don't know about like, you know, we're in, in our group chat. Like Mike and Braden are all into F1. I'm not, you know, I don't know about F1, so I ask mm-hmm. them questions. Mike's into cricket. Mike's in the I cricket. I don't ask about cricket. No, because he I don't had, give a fuck. But. Mike, Mike just loves to gamble, so <laughs> cricket's a sport to gamble at. And then, uh, you know, like like the America's Cup and shit. Like you know, Braden and Mike are into uh, that shit. You know, like Nick and I, not so much. But yeah, ask questions. Mike doesn't know about basketball. He asks que- like it's fine to ask questions. It's fine. Don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Like I like Nick knows more about baseball than I do. Be, I ask Nick about baseball. Be comfortable in your masculinity. That's it. Yeah. Ask questions. Like we're not gonna like if you're with a real adult, they're not gonna be like, oh, cool. Or don't repeat what you heard someone on the pregame show say. <sighs> yes. Or anything Stephen A. Like JJ Reddick. Don't even give me start on Stephen A. JJ Reddick. He's so patient. I just see him in the mornings, 
and he like waits till everyone's done. Especially those shows are fucking, such garbage. I can't watch them. Especially Bever, Beverly, him and his fucking shit. And he's like, I see that, but that's wrong. Like JJ Reddick, salute to you, my man. Yeah, that's why his podcast is so. Popular. And he's so fucking good because they know shit. And he's just yeah, he's not like yeah, he's doing. There's like people who analyze, like Tim Lake, like the guys who analyze the mm. game, and then there's the people who talk about the game. Yeah, like and like, Shaq's like, really I, good. I like the analysts. Yeah. So like Tim Legler, JJ Reddick, uh-huh. the guy the former players who break down yes. and explain what's going on uh-huh. and explain what's happening. And then you have the guys like Stephen A. Smith and fucking uh, what's his name? Kendrick Perkins, <laughs> who are just giving out hot takes. You Doug know? Buck like, Perkins has some not, hot takes. <laughs> and that's the thing about Stephen A. He used to be a reporter. Like I follow reporters on like Warriors uh-huh. Twitter is wild. <laughs> And I follow all these reporters, but, like, they're actually watching the games and reporting on what they see. And then you have, like, all these other people who come with hot takes, and then you're just like, obviously, you know, the uh, Warriors tour, they'll be like, obviously these people haven't fucking watched a Warriors game or don't know what they're talking about. Because, like, the people who follow the team and report on them all the time are saying one thing, and then you have these national people who are just saying something completely different. Just because that one game. That one game. They've obviously not done any reporting. They actually talked to the players or talked to the people involved, and they're just out there spewing bullshit. Because, like, even me, like, I'm not a reporter, but I know when two people – have career games at the same time, it's not going to happen the next day. Oh, yeah. Like, so, like, I'm not worried, you know? Like, it's probably going to go to game six or seven. Like, I'm not worried. But, you know. I'll be worried if they lose tonight. But anyways. Oh, yes, because if it's two. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, Shaq does pretty good. You know, Chuck does a little hot takes every now and then. Can't believe why he still wanted Mavericks Chuck, to win. Chuck, yeah, he came just, in in a horse and shit. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Chuck. lost all credibility like five years ago. <laughs> Dude's Chuck's, old. Chuck's my man. He's old. Dude, like, they're full, yeah, like, hilarious, but like I'm watching yeah. them for entertainment, not yeah. for analysis. Mm-hmm. But, all right. Yeah. What's this next thing? Oh, so Anita Baker has a, a little short residency in Las Vegas. I saw this. She said thank you to Chance the Rapper to helping her get all her masters back. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so you know who they they didn't go into detail or nothing, but um, him and this uh person, I think Miss Essence is or Miss, it's like a powerful name. Like she helped out, uh, get her um masters back. Her masters back. Yeah, whatever, whoever had them. Yeah, company had them. Uh huh. That's funny because in Atlanta this season in an episode, uh-huh. uh. Paperboy is like tripping, and he like thinks that he doesn't have his masters, and mm-hmm. then he asks Ern, and Ern's like, "You got him." Like, yeah, no, and that's like, uh, but that's know. common knowledge now that wasn't you know thirty, yeah. especially you know for her Anita Baker, like probably sixty years ago when yeah. she signed her record contract, mm-hmm. and she was super young, probably too. And for those of you that don't know. know the masters are like the original recordings of your music that all other copies are made from. And usually back in the day, especially like in the 50s and 60s, record labels would purposely like make it in contracts so that they kept the masters so that they can make most money off the musicians. The because, longevity. Yeah, because like musicians didn't know and like didn't know how the industry worked. And then, like, you know, like, once these big artists started realizing that, like, Prince and, like, a lot of other artists mm-hmm. in the 70s and 80s. And they like, started, Taylor Swift had that dilemma lately. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. telling them, it's so like, now most artists know that, but, you know, that's a relatively new thing. And that's why, like, mm-hmm. a lot of artists are independent. 
and just you know own their masters and that's because that's how you make money. Anyone who wants to you know use Stream your music or anything has to use mm-hmm. those, and that's where the money is generated from. So, like even like my, like the Beatles, like Michael Jackson's estate famously they had him. purchased yeah mm-hmm. the Beatles so that. And then, then after like, he died, Paul McCartney finally bought him back. He had to buy his own music back. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, if you guys are old fans of the show, you know, Jeff Barnett on there, I didn't go into his pockets, but I asked him, like, do you own all your stuff? And he, like, smiled at me and yes. So that's like when you go streaming and, like, an artist gets, like, you know, 0.2 of a penny of it, when you own your own masters, you get so that. Much, much more. You get, like, 0.5 of a penny. <laughs> like, it's not it's not crazy more, but you get more of it stays with you. So And it's Lucy Jeffrey. I just saw He's going on tour, and like half of the tour dates are already sold out. Oh yeah, you know his, his you. North American tour. Yeah, I'm gonna try to. We can't I'm, even go see him; it's sold out already. I'm gonna try to sneak in and see if I holla at him and see what's up. You know, be like, "Yo, take some photos for you. Holla at your boy." Well, uh, next up is uh, it's hot history time, Caesar. Hot history. All right, I'm excited for this one. All right, let's hear it. What is it? The zoot zoot. Zoot Suit Riots. The Zoot Suit Riots. Yes. It was this week. So uh, do, you, do you know to explain or do you want me to go to I the can, I can, uh, you want me to go to the History Channel? I can uh, attempt to. Lay that 30-second time around. So, Let's go. <clears throat> the Zoot Suit Riots. Uh, first of all, Zoot Suits were like famous for like uh, like a certain style of people in post-World War II uh-huh. L.A. A lot of Hispanics lived there and they were getting into car culture and the police, because they're the LAPD, has always been racist. Like, I think they beat up some guy or something after stopping him or maybe killed someone. And they finally started standing up for themselves and fighting back and, like, not going to take, you know, take, uh, you know, getting the police brutality. Like, this yeah. was in, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, the early 50s. Yeah, like 40s, I think. Maybe. 40s, uh, late 40s. Late, yeah, 50s. it was after, it was post-World War yeah, II. Yeah. And uh, LA, 43, 43. 1943. So it was during World War Two, mm. and uh, yeah, the the LAPD goes mad Being because mm-hmm. uh, like a lot of Hispanic families during World War Two like got jobs and started moving into these neighborhoods that were predominantly white, and like they you got into car culture and tried to you know crew like just enjoy life like fucking everyone else, <laughs> and of course you know people had a problem with that. And, you know, they were facing police brutality. I don't know the specific incident, but I think maybe yeah. someone got pulled over. Typical thing and so, beat up or something. So what happened was like a sailor, you know, was in like downtown L.A. He got beat up by some zoot suits or probably he probably said it was zoot suits. So then um, like the next during the whole week after that, a bunch of sailors got off the boats and started beating on anyone who wore a zoot suit. Mm. So. Uh, and it was black and black and brown people, so the cops would only arrest Zutsu people and not the sailors, really doing the beating. And then the Zutsu guys are like, "Well, we got to fight back. We're gonna get, we're getting arrested anyways, so we might as well protect ourselves." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It was just like it started off like, you know, sailor got beat up by Zutsus. Who knows that situation? Who knows but the story? That, that it's at a nightclub or something. That's not coming back to me now. Yeah, yeah. And then so. And then he blamed. Yeah, like he blamed the zoot suits. And then obviously back then, like that's all it took for a whole race of people to be blamed for something. Exactly. And then so they went out through L.A. And then after like a week of shit, L.A. was like, 
no military anything could be in the city. And the military police had to go in through all, all the night and do two people in, military people in too. So that's how it went. One Rico, what's that song? Zoot Suit Riot. Yes. Who's that song? <laughs> Some one-hit wonders. They, yeah. they, they didn't make too much shit. No. <laughs> but, yeah, it was like a week, and that was it. And You, you know. would dig deep for that one. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like the history guy. I had to go to the History Channel. So <laughs> they're, they're, I think they're legit. <laughs> yeah, I, I use them all the time. <laughs> this kid was like, is it all right if I use this as a source? I was like, yeah. the History Channel? Yeah. As long as they're not talking about aliens. Yeah. But like, yeah, if it's one of their articles, yeah, they usually have citations for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, so it was a lot in East LA, you know, more brown than black, but black and brown people wore the zoot suit stuff. And, uh, you know, once again, I think it came from like the East Coast too. And just kind of trickled over here. It was like jazz clubs in the 30s. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they were jazz clubs and they were yeah. da- like, they were going out dancing. Having a good time, and uh huh, and then they just blamed all the black and brown people, and then the cops wouldn't arrest any of the sailors, but they would arrest the people who just about who, white. Yes, they just and all the people who got beat up is the ones they arrested, and those black and brown people. So, yeah. well, see, you have a song of the week this week. Song of the week. Salute to my brother. He loves his logic, you know, and logic has a. Uh, this was not the latest one, but. Because we listen to Blue and Exile a lot. I like this one because Logic, he likes to go, you know, like he did that song with Wu-Tang and things like that. He likes to, you know, appreciate the older generation. So this one, Orville by Logic, Feature and Like, and then Blue and Exile. So listen and enjoy, guys. Salute. What's up, guys? I want to tell you guys about one of our new sponsors and favorite tattoo shops here in town. Yeah, our favorite tattoo shop is Lasting Dose Tattoo, located in Midtown Reno at 888 South Virginia Street. They are open Tuesday to Saturday, 12 to 8. They have an artist for any style tattoos. Walk-ins are always welcome. And they have an art gallery that you can see as you wait for your tattoo. For any information, you can find them at www.lastingdosetattoo.com or their Instagram at lastingdosetattoo. Why? Wow. 
I done bit the whole style. Wow, I don't trip, I just smile. Murdering shit, I fit the profile. Murder was a case, had that shit on tape. Play this in the whip, man, that shit gon' crank. You said he talking shit like your uh -huh, shit don't uh -huh. stink. Newsflash, buddy, we the shit. From irrelevant back to relevant in a matter of seconds. Shattered misconceptions, misdirected and headed in my direction. Intelligent and I'm telling it. Dropping heavy shit and still heaven sent. The freshest prince, utmost definite, deadening. Four niggas can fathom who they effing with. Raw, no condom, you still can't come correct with it. I represent a specialist, an artist who never charted but never parted. Often regarded as the hardest is the autumn falls into the wind. I never fail, leads to MCs too. But the pros propel, don't tell. Another cover, double XL, trouble for sale. Back busting a couple of shells for the rail. Logic asked me what the deal. Back then it was a film per album, plus a couple mil. Plug pulled the rug from up under my wheels. Humbly killed, stomach and pills, fumbling bills. Killed the player like Jada did Will Smith For trying to play the same game, nigga, you will quit I still spit like it's filling my throat Till I'm a ghost, still not a goat But I feel like the goat, end of my quote, go Caesar song of the week it was Orville by Logic featuring Like Blue and Exile. Yeah, you know, with uh, Blue and Exile, always that jazzy feel. Love it. And the production, you can definitely tell. Mm -hmm. And like I said earlier, like Logic definitely gives a little homage to the people who came before him, and that's what I like. Even though sometimes he, you know, rants about tries it. too hard, he tries too hard, and you know, and like that's what I figured. My brother likes him a lot because he tries too hard too. <laughs> so I was like, no wonder he's your favorite. <laughs> Jesus. It, it all came together. It all came together the <laughs> other day. You know? Well, uh, it's trivia time now, Caesar. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. You can you can go first because I have special uh a special trivia for you. So Alright, so my trivia, you know, playoffs are here. So uh Warrior Facts. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. We'll see we'll see if the boys are gonna be yelling at you. First one. No chance. <laughs> what year after they moved to California, because they came from Philly, what was what year was the first championship? 1975. Oh, shit. Right off the bat. I like that. Brent Berry. Uh -huh. Salutes to you. Uh, tight. All right. <laughs> that was easy. Next one. Uh, how many How many championships does Kerr have, including coaching? So he has... Three with the Bulls. Uh-huh. That's correct. And then he has three with the Spurs. So that's six. Uh-huh. And then he has three with the Warriors. So he has nine. So it's two with the Spurs. Two with the Spurs. So it's eight. So it's eight. Okay. I yeah. couldn't remember if it was two or three yeah, with the Spurs. Yeah, you're really close. You're really close. Okay. Mm -hmm. So eight. Okay. Last one is kind of a little funky one. Who was Clay's friend in Oregon that he used to play with? What's that? So Clay kind of grew up playing basketball with this other NBA player oh, from Kevin Oregon. Love. There you go. Boom. Out there in Portland. Yeah. Rose Rose City what? That's it. No, nice and easy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Good job, Sean. Two of three isn't bad. Yeah. Two of three no, isn't no, bad. No, no. You did really good. And I was just one off on the one. Yeah. So um we're gonna we're gonna fade fade this music out. Oh man. And I got special music for my for my trivia. I'm probably gonna get them all wrong. Because my trivia has to do with this this movie that we both saw last night, Caesar. <laughs> okay. Top Gun. We got all Top Gun trivia for you. We got all some right. special music for you. All right. Get you in the mood. So so also when I saw Top Gun the first one, I seriously only thought this song was gonna be on the soundtrack. <laughs> on the highway to the danger zone. Because that's all they played the whole movie. Right? Uh, Alright, but oh, and they needed more of it in this one, I think. Oh yeah, no, no. In the, in the, in the sequel. Because it plus, you know, it turns that nostalgic and you know, you know how much that sells. Yeah. Alright. They start easy and then get harder. So this first one's pretty easy. How does Goose die in the first movie? So uh, Goose is in the backseat of uh, Maverick's plane, and they hit the eject button, and he hits it hard body where it breaks his neck and shit. Yes. And so the, he, he he ejects into the canopy. There's like a malfunction. Yeah. It breaks his neck, and he dies. Mm-hmm. And you have the whole scene of them in the water. In the water with the, the green paint in there so they get found. Yeah. Yeah. All right. One for one. Second trivia question. In the movie Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick, the Top Gun School is located in Miramar in San Diego, California. Where is it located in real life? Fallon. Fallon, Nevada. Boom. Is correct. Easy peasy. Salute, two for two. Salute to TJ. All right. And yeah, the, the, you know, obviously San Diego, the whole beach scenes. Much nicer place to film than Fallon. <laughs> Let's, let's, let's keep it real. Yeah, here. no, no, yeah, no. There's no way they're to have a set in Fallon. Yes, yes, yes. All right, this one's harder. So there's only two characters from the original film who appear in the sequel: Tom Cruise's Maverick and Val Kilmer's Iceman. Uh-huh. But there is one character who is mentioned in the original, who plays a big part in the sequel. Penny. Ooh. Penny, his love interest. Penny, what, Benjamin? I don't even know her last name. I don't, yeah. But it's Penny. So in the first movie, when him and Goose are getting yelled at by the, I forget the white man with the bald head, and he's like, you did this, this, and this, and my daughter, that's Penny. Boom. Brought back. She, I got it. Penny is the one he gets yelled at for dating in the first yeah. movie. She fucks him up this movie, which is tight. Yeah. She's fucking stakes to her guns. Like, I'm not going to say shit. No you guys need to go watch it. Salute to Penny. And also, you know, pretty good. And salute to Caesar, three for three Boom. on the Top Gun trivia. Yeah. There's no danger zone here. No. He was completely safe. I am the danger. <laughs> <laughs> boo, 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 boo. <laughs> uh, All right. So what do we what do we got? Give us some shine. Shine time. Uh-huh. So my shine time goes to Atlanta, season three. Uh-huh. Oh my god! You have I've to watch I've it, Caesar. I've only seen a couple episodes and it's good. It's just tough with the it's baby. It's so fucking crazy. Because I know with these shows, I have to pay attention, and like it's kind of hard. Oh, with even the kid. you do pay attention. Like the last episode, right. Samantha's like going back looking on the internet. Like, is that the same guy from the black? Like, blah, yeah. blah, like not to give anything away, but like mm. we had to go look up shit because it's like, oh yeah, it just first it, of all like. It's hard for the, me. The, guest appa- mm-hmm. the, the celebrity guest appearances they have in the last couple episodes, first of all, are fire. And 
the 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 shit like the show oh there's just so much like there's some episodes that only deal with like race in America and they have really nothing to do with the show you think but then later on it ties it back <laughs> in it ties it back in in weird ways and like there's all this surrealism and like horror elements going on but then at the same time it brings you back in mm. with the like the sense of humor but it's just I've never watched a show where you literally have no idea what's going to happen next. What, like, ep- from episode to episode, there's completely, like, each one, like, is, like, s- different themes and is loosely following a story. And you then you think you figured one thing out and it's wrong. It's just, bro, it's genius TV. It's just, genius TV. You know. Especially if you're a black or brown person. Like, America. Donald Glover, he knows how to tell a story. And like the thing is too, like I like I I need time to watch it without like the kid and the wife, you know, around because you have to pay attention to it a lot. And like even that hype beast episode you guys told me to watch, I watched that one, the one after, and I was like, like you know, and that's kind of mid mid season. And I'm just like, why is this girl just popping up out of nowhere, you know, and being all crazy weird and you know, so it's just like. I just that dad life is kind of hard to get that time. I the last have, episode was just. I might have to just watch it, like wake up a little extra early while Leia's still sleeping, and like give me an episode a day. The last episode was crazy because you think, well, I just it, I'm not gonna give it away. Yeah. But they bring back a character from a previous season, and everything looks normal except to her and the viewer because we know things that the rest of the characters don't and everything seems normal until it's not but the whole time you're just like waiting for the fucking shoe to drop it's like a weird sci-fi kind of horror episodes just like you just you you don't know like you just don't know you never know when it's gonna go off the rails even that hype beast one i was like yo like how far they're gonna push it yeah like i had to like and that's like how we felt about the first season when we first saw it, we had to watch it, it again. It manipulates your expectations yeah. of what's going to happen so well, and that's the like sign of good writing. It's mm-hmm. like it takes what you're expecting and uses that against you, yeah. twists it, and so that you know you can't. You just got to watch it and yeah. take for what's happening, and you know you can't try and like figure out what's going to come yeah. next because you never no, know. Because like because like with the lady, we'd be watching like those Chicago shows, right? And I'd be like, oh, this is going to happen, right? And then she's just like, no, it's not. And I was like, yeah. And lately she's been getting better too. She kind of like got an episode before I did, you know. And, you know, that was kind of swinging through the vines too in my defense. But, yeah. And it's just to watch in Atlanta, you you don't know what's going to happen even though you think you know. Yeah, we were watching Working Moms and I saw this like like as soon as yeah. you see the setup, I'm yeah. like, oh, I know what's going to happen yeah. at the end of the sh- this episode because you can already see the conflict and because in movies, just predictable. it's just predictable. In movies, there's a formula, you know. Yeah, in TV shows too, like mm-hmm. it's just yeah. But anyways, what do you got some shine for? Some Star Trek for all the Trek nerds out there. Strange New World. Is that the one with uh, Picard? No, no, Picard has his own one. So okay. Picard is like, and I asked Michael today. And I need to watch it because I they... almost started watching Picard because I so, finished Halo and then okay. Picard just yeah, came yeah, on yeah, afterwards. Yeah. So Picard too. Well, we'll talk about Picard, but Strange New World is the Enterprise, but with uh, Pike as the captain. So it's not um, what you might call it, uh, Kirk. It's not Captain Kirk. 
So it's before that, Spock's there, how they're doing Spock. Oh, so it's before, it's before Next Generation? Yes. Mm. And Pike, super handsome, and it's almost like like a Captain Kirk where like all the girls love him too, you know? But it's salt and peppery, and it's old Ahura and things like that, or younger Ahura. So it's before, it's before. It's a prequel. It's, yeah. Mm. And how they do Spock's character is really good. Pike is fantastic. Um, you know, talk to the homies at Beach Hut Deli about it because they're also nerds, you know, on the little side. I would have to tell my mom to watch. Yeah, yeah, we we've been we've been a little, little little chatting on the side about it, you know, and like we we all just love it. It's good. It's it's funny. Um, it does a lot of nods to you know uh, Star Trek, so it's 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 fantastic. It's a good watch and it's brand new. Nice. So I think there's like four episodes, maybe five now, but very very good. Yeah. Well. Uh, check out Atlanta and Star Trek Strange New World. Yeah. But Michael was talking about Picard. If you guys know Next Generation, Q's in it. And you know how Q was all wild in that one? Now he lost his mind, <laughs> apparently. And with Q and all his powers and his mind, I'm like, well, I got to watch it. Don't give anything away. Yeah. Don't give anything away. And then uh, the Borg, too. They got some Borg stuff in there. So I'm in. Well, uh, next up, I have my song of the week, which is off Kendrick Lamar's new album. This song just so came good. out. This song is so good. It's called Father Time. Kendrick Lamar and Sampha. Mm-hmm. Production's great. Kendrick Lamar, and then he has Sampha too. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, play it loud, listen and enjoy. Salud. Well, guys, here's a word from our favorite watering hole in East Sparks. Paxson Pints is located at 944 Victorian Avenue in Sparks, and you should check them out. They have happy hour every day from 3 to 6 p.m. They've got full bottle service, meaning you can buy beer and take it home with you. For more information, you can check out their website at sparkspaxandpints.com. That's sparkspaxandpints.com for more info. And if you mention the podcast, you get 10% off. So holla at our boys. Peace. I come from a generation of home invasions And I got daddy issues, that's on me Everything them four was that taught me May have is buried deep, that man knew a lot But not enough to keep me past them streaks My life is a plot, twisted from directions that I can't see Daddy issues, all across my head Told me fuck a foul, I'm teary-eyed Wanna throw my hands, I won't think out loud A foolish pride, if I lose again Won't go in the house, I stayed outside Laughing with my friends, they don't know my life Daddy issues made me learn losses I don't take those well Mama said that boy is exhausted He said go fuck yourself If he give up now, let's go cost Life's a bitch, you could be a bitch or step out the margin I got up quick, I'm charging baskets and falling backwards Trying to keep balance Oh, this the part where mental stability meets talent Oh, this the party breaks my humility Just for practice, tactics we learn together So it loses forever, daddy Early issues Early morning wake-ups, practicing on day-offs Tough love, but hold up No chase on me, no chase on me No chase on me, no chase on me No chase Early morning wake-ups, practicing on day-offs Tough love, but hold up, no chase on me, no 
got daddy issues, that's on me. Looking for I love you, really empathizing for my relief. A child that grew accustomed, jumping up when I scrape my knee. Cause if I cried about it, he surely tell me not to be weak. Daddy issues, hit my emotions, never express myself. Man should never show feelings, being sensitive never helped. His mama died, I asked him why he going back to work so soon. His first reply was son that's laughing, bills got no silver spoon. Daddy issues, fuck everybody, go get your money son, protect yourself, trust nobody, only your mama know, this made relationships seem cloudy, never attached to none, so if you took some likings around me, I might reject the love, daddy issues kept me competitive, that's a fact nigga, I don't give a fuck what's the narrative, I am that nigga, when Kanye got back with Drake, I was slightly confused, guess I'm not mature as I think, got some healing to do, egotistic, zero giving fucks, and a be specific, need assistance with the way I was brought up, what's the difference when your heart is made of stone, and your mind is made of gold, and your tongue is made of sword, but it may weaken your soul, my niggas ain't got no daddy, grow up overcompensating, learn shit about being a man and disguise it as being gangsters, I love my father for telling me to take off the gloves, cause everything he didn't want was everything I was, and to my partners that figured it out without a father, I salute you, may your blessings be neutral to your toddlers, it's crucial, they can't stop us if we see the mistakes, till then, let's give the women a break, grown men with daddy issues. Early morning wake-ups, practicing on day-offs, tough love. Bottled up, no chase on me, no chase on me, no chase on me, no chase on me, no chase on me. Welcome back, guys. That was Sean's Song of the Week, and it was Father Time by Kendrick, a.k.a. K-Doc, and Sampha. Yeah, like I said, there's so much a good on this album, and... It's hard to pick, you know, uh, first of all, it's a double album. Yeah. So many good songs, hard to pick one, but uh, I just, this is probably my favorite song, I think, off the album so far. Maybe, um, I don't know. It, it's just like. It's a lot. N95 is good. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the Sam, I love the, the production on here and, you know, he's just going off like he's old, old Kendrick. And I just love it because like him and Jay-Z, we always talk about we're growing together as they're growing. So when Kendrick's talking about this album about mental health, you know, uh, stuff he had to deal with that he finally realized. His trauma. His trauma with his father and things that are going around in life that it's just fantastic to, you know, see someone out that is Kendrick to feel the same way we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like I said, like the album's very heavy. It's almost like too hard to sit and listen through like a bunch of times in a row because it's a lot it's yeah. a lot so maybe a lot this is one of those yeah. albums where maybe you listen to a couple songs yeah. at a time mm-hmm. and not the whole thing but it's good tip to tail there's some people that don't like it and uh i don't know you know it's kind of weird but well now we have our movie review <laughs> Dude. It's crazy because like Danger Zone comes out with the Kawasaki, all kinds of Kawasaki's, and like they do a good job of uh, giving like about the knowledge about the old movie being a little cheesy but not overly cheesy. Yeah, the balance they strike between cheesiness and like you know Easter proper, eggs and yeah. homage to the, the original is good. It's fantastic. The movie's fantastic, even though the plot is dumb as fuck. <laughs> like. 
the, yeah. But I'm just like, you know what it reminded me of? And it was so great when I read someone else said this. It reminded me of uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I because see it's that. just I a totally super did. simple, like, the plot isn't the movie. Yeah. The movie is everything that happens within the parameters of yes, the plot. Yes, yes, Like, the plot's very simple. They have a mission. They're training it's, it's for the it. It's the journey. But it's the journey to get there. Just like in that movie, they're like, trying to get to where like running away like, running away get the like, girls out there yeah 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 and but like everything that happens in that space is yeah. what makes it so great yeah and and like tom you know, cruise is fucking crazy but he's such a good actor yes it's, he is it's you just know? it's insane salute to rooster too you know and uh tanya and i have been talking hangman the guy uh that guy, that, he is so pretty like so, he so is, that guy when he pretty. when he audi- he auditioned for uh, the part as Goose's son, yeah, Rooster. Mm-hmm. And then when Tom Cruise and Jerry Bruckheimer when they met him, they're like, nah. "Not going to put you in that." But then they created this role bigger, yeah, because and ma- and, they're like, "He's the perfect blend of uh, like Tom Cruise, <laughs> yeah. or, or Iceman and Maverick." Yeah, no, and it's crazy. So I saw his. I forget the character's name, but I saw Hangman. his. No, no, but. Uh, his real life name. Oh, his real name. He's from Austin, Texas. He is... Even Tanya, he's like, he's so beautiful. Wasn't he in Magic? I think he's in Magic Mike. He might be. But, um, but yeah, and he's Austin, Texas. His, like, I saw his, like, uh, GQ top 10 stuff. And what's cool, he got to pick his own call sign. So he Yeah, they all did. It's even Rooster? Yeah, he, Rooster? he said he picked Rooster because it's Cause similar it's a bird. to Goose. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, yeah. And he's just... Uh, Tanya's like, yeah. I would hate to be his girlfriend because he's he's way pretty. The guy, like, mm-hmm. when they show him at the end, yeah, like, he's just, he's a very good-looking man mm-hmm. and uh, perfect. Like, all role. the characters, yeah, the, the, the movie was cast great. And they had people of color. They had women, uh, brown women, and, you know, like, they, they did really good on it. I was excited. I was kind of worried about the long wait and how it got pushed back. Because it was originally supposed to come out in 2019. Because I understand And Tom they had Cruise. shooting delays because he wanted to make it look more realistic. Yeah. And they use like all F-18s and like the next generation. That's the thing. All the scenes where they're in the planes is actually them in the planes. Yeah. With probably some CG around. Like, uh, yeah, like, but like they're actually flying in the planes. So like when you see like their facial expressions, it's That's actually them you could tell. experiencing you the could G's tell and the stuff. The G's are just like, ah, oh, and they look all weird. And they said Tom Cruise is the one that developed... The training, the three-month training regiment that all of the pilots had to do. <laughs> what? After, after, yeah, like his experience uh, with the first one. Yeah. Um, but it's fucking but they, great. They try to make it as legitimate as possible. I mean, if you don't think too hard about some of the shit that happens, yeah. especially at the end of the movie. At, it, at at the end, I thought I was like going to stop at a certain point, you know, and you probably know what point I'm yeah. talking about because I was like, someone's it's taking setting it up. up. It's setting someone's it up. Someone's taking yes, it up. It's setting it up for it. Uh huh. And I found out something I didn't know. Ooh, okay. Okay. Did Makes you sense. know Tom Cruise was originally offered to play Iron Man? Oh, yeah. I know that. Mm-hmm. And he turned it down. Yeah. Like Nicolas Cage was going to be Superman. Do you know that one? Yeah. Um, no. And there's there's memes all over the internet where Tom Cruise is Iron Man. <laughs> I'm like, he, he would have been a good Iron Man. Yeah. He's fucking insane. But he's a uh, really good actor. Like I but don't. They they do the volleyball scene, but it's a little different, and that's like the point. I was like, well, I know this scene. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. That's why I needed to go to the bathroom because I knew what was coming up. Yeah. But they they play such good homage, and they do the a great one. job of like at the end. Mm-hmm. 
because you can't like multiple times you your expectations of what's going to happen. Yeah. They set it up to where you think something's going to happen. And they did a great job with Val Kilmer, Iceman. You know. Yeah. I just wanted someone to like, chomp that teeth out. That's what I was waiting for the whole time. No one did it. But that is also Iceman's thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. fantastic. I mean, they, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> The plot, but it's a fucking great ass movie. No, the plot does make sense, you know. Back to the nuclear weapon that we were talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. earlier. But I mean, uh, and it was just like, <laughs> but like, but how, like, the how it happens? Yeah, and the constraints they had to go to. It was all, ex- all the like, the most extreme, extreme. Even, they even say stay on target, just yeah. like in another movie <laughs> that is very similar parameters to this mission. And they always talk about the hard deck, and the hard deck is like, uh, dude, and like. And the lady likes John Hamm too, and like John Hamm in the suit, John, yeah, in any His kind of suit, you know. he, he does fantastic. And the I really like the beginning though, that first scene, the mm. the the shot where it's like the high mm. altitude uh, oh. of the the plane, yeah. Um, just the first all, scene yeah. is the first. The first scene yeah. of the movie is great. God, I would have watched it again, dude. And he and like his boy was like, he's the fastest man alive. Like, how dope is that? One disappointing thing, I wanted more Ed Harris in the movie. Oh, I wish. He's he see, he he's, knows how to talk some shit. I yeah, love it. Yeah. He's triple OG, that guy. But Top Gun definitely gets the tip of the fitting. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm trying go to watch, go watch it. it again. Go watch it. See it in theaters. Yeah. It, it, it'd be much better in theaters. That's mm-hmm. what, It's one of those movies where it's... Yeah. I was glad I was in a theater seeing it because uh-huh. of the sound and, and just like the experience of the it. The visuals like in the big Even screen. Samantha was like... In some of the scenes, like I was kind of getting motion sickness because of the way that it was filmed and like yeah. the way that it was shot. I wasn't getting motion sickness, but I was definitely there's tense parts. You can feel oh the entire was, movies just and I was just like I didn't hold the lady because I usually hold the ladies in hand in the movie, but like this time I was like I probably would have fucking like kind of like um, Infinity War. <laughs> it was you know it was just yeah. intense because at one point Samantha like leaned forward in her <laughs> seat. She was like, "What's happening?" No, it's like, like the meme where you're trying harder yeah, in the video yeah. games. And no, like, I was watching the movie, and also Tanya didn't fall asleep either. That's how you know it's a good movie. You oh, know? neither one of us went to the bathroom either yeah. through the I, whole movie. I had to go. Hello, bubble guts. You know, low BGs, but it's all right. Um, uh, it was yeah, fantastic. But you know, avid movie goer, I know what's like a low part and like the high. Like like I said, the volleyball scene or the you know air quote volleyball scene. So you guys need to see it. <laughs> Salutes! <laughs> like I got out of the movie, had had a, a text from the group, and um, Braden hasn't seen Dune yet. Because oh Nick's like, I'm watching. Nick's like, we were gonna see Top Gun, but I'm watching Dune instead. And Mike's like, you haven't seen it yet. And he's like, no, this is my second time. Oh. I was like, I've already seen it three times. And Braden's like, I haven't watched it yet. And we're like, you're the one that wanted to see it the most out of all of us. You've Dune seen the original. Too, like, yeah. you're old enough to remember. <laughs> Especially him. Yes. But like Dune. Top yeah. Gun's the best movie I've seen since Dune. Yeah. For, Dune's better, yeah. but like Dune's Oscar Isaac's beard in Dune alone is worth fucking watching. <laughs> Talk about handsome men, dude. Man crush for sure. Oscar Isaac, whatever he plays, I'm watching. Like, oh my god, yeah, that guy looks like a fucking like, oh. just think of him and Idris Elba did a movie together. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> they're like, one <laughs> of the reviews of Top Gun. They're like, you know the. The the volleyball scene like it was it doesn't hit like the original but that's probably because all the baby oils tied up with fucking the rock <laughs> they couldn't get enough baby oil to the set because the rock has too much surface area. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and I guarantee because they they made him go back and reshoot it. 
Because uh, they said like they were all like working out super to get yeah. in shape for that scene, mm-hmm. and then they shot it, and he's like the like, the guy who plays. Um, the guy we were just talking, Hangman. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. Immediately after that, we all went out and like ate a bunch of like fast food yeah. and everything. And then like a week later, Cruz comes back and he's like, we didn't it get again. it. We didn't. So he's like, all of us were back in the yeah. gym, like doing three days in the no, gym to try and get and back. And that's in the shape. thing. Like, uh, what was it? Baywatch and um, Zach Efron, right? Zach Efron was his last I name. I have no idea. But uh, me and Chris, uh, hello man, crush on him too. To get that slim and that cut. You have to sacrifice so much. And he's like, after Baywatch, he's like, I never want to do that again. Because obviously on Baywatch, you know, you got to go up next to The Rock. And to look that oh, cut. Oh, Baywatch the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To look that cut, you sacrifice so much. Oh, yeah. Like, they, you know. And that's the thing. They were that's working, out three, they were working yeah. out three times a day to get And probably eating that. super clean, no carbs, all protein, uh, you know, and vegetables and they're fruit, like, and that's it. Like, like it was like chicken, it was like boiled chicken. Boy, yeah, you can't uh, have you can't have yogurt s- and fucking vegetables because you can't even have salt in that diet to get that cut because like your body will hold all that water with the salt in there. So like even the rock, he's like, yeah, sometimes it sucks, but you do that for a little bit, and then you've seen rocks cheat days on the internet too. <laughs> yeah. Thirty pizzas, a thousand chicken wings. Thir- like three birthday cakes like <laughs> you know and that's the thing to look that good it's a lot of sacrifice and that's why even bodybuilders like like there's only that small amount of time or what's her name for uh um natalie portman natalie portman mm-hmm. for because for thor god of uh, yeah. love and war and even gal gadot too like when she did wonder woman like her body definitely changed a lot like it's just a lot of sacrifice to look that yeah so like, because they got her biceps cut, and they're mm. like, she's like talking about all the workouts she had to do to, mm-hmm. and then like, obviously, Chris Hemsworth too to get in back into shape for that. Chris Hemsworth sometimes like it's hard going to the toilet because you can't even wipe your own butt, <laughs> you know. And it's just like to look like God status is like, or what we think God status is, you know. Sacrifice. Well, <laughs> that's about it for the show. We're gonna stop. There. <laughs> Uh, to request a song or leave a question, uh, give us a call at 775-800-9153, 775-800-9153. Come on, someone, call us. All the calls we're getting are from fucking robocalls and fucking scams. Like, I keep getting, like... We're not getting like, shit. It's like, you know, a fucking... Because it, it transcribes it into text. Yeah, yeah. So you I'm like, it's like it. a three-page thing, and it's like, oh, you're... Uh, a car, your warranty, blah blah blah, some bullshit, yeah. you know, mm. scam thing. Your registration. We keep getting those, so we need some actual people. Give us a call and request something. We know you're listening. Mm-hmm. Request a song. Tell us a story. Maybe we'll Schwinn. Call out a Schwinn. I know you're in your car right now. And then local events. Caesar's got yeah. one public house. So hot dog and high balls. You know, Mr. Michael Moberly doing them on the 18th at public house, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. That's a Sunday, right? Mm. Well, the 18th, probably a Sunday. I believe it is. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that. It's That's a, a Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's the Saturday before Father's Day. Ooh, can't wait till Father's Day. And then I'll be out there. I know I'm probably getting sushi. All right, and then uh, we have a, you know, fuckboy of the week this week. Fuckboy is Brian Hernandez. So in Dallas, Texas, 21-year-old Brian Hernandez got mad at his girlfriend and decided to break into the Dallas Museum and broke 
five million dollars worth of artifacts. After getting into a fight with his girlfriend. Yes. Okay, that's some fuckboy shit because it makes no sense at all. No sense. He broke in. Obviously, he wasn't. Was uh, he drunk or? Um, they don't say, but he like broke in unarmed, so like security like took him down. <laughs> but like five million dollars, he like broke like stuff from Greece and things like that, and just five million dollars worth of like stuff you can never replace. Over a fight with his girlfriend. And I guarantee you that good good is not that good. That's some fuckboy energy right there. Yeah. Like, and Dallas, Texas is weird in general. Like, my god, my god, mother and father over there, like. We don't have to go slandering cities based off generalities. It's the but, end of the show. <laughs> but Texas, that Dallas is weird to me, though. But. Well, Brian Hernandez, fuckboy fuck, of the week. Fuck you, dog. Shit. Do better. <laughs> You're 21 years old, Do and. Better. You're 21 years old. If he knew better, he'd do better, Caesar. Uh, that's when they need teachers like you, Sean. Well, uh, that's it for us. Mentors like me. For this episode of Up of the Mix, make sure you check us out every Friday night from 9 to 11 on 97.7 K-Wink or kwinkradio.org. We play nothing but the best in all things hip-hop, giving you what you need, not what you want. Salute to Janine. She was like at the party last week. She was telling everyone, it's like, oh, they have a radio show, blah, they have a podcast. And they were like, where's it on? And I was like, 97.7 mm-hmm. K-Wink. And they're like, you said that really fast. So I was like, it's just automatic. automatic. Rolls, rolls off the yeah. tongue. We do it every week. Been yeah. 176 episodes. No, I've been getting more. Been every- in the game for years. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I'm out more, people are like starting to recognize, which is tight, you know? It's good. So, uh, yeah, until next time, make sure you, uh, you know, like us, subscribe to the podcast, comment, share with a friend, tell your mother, leave a, leave a, uh, leave a fucking review, comment, and uh, tell your you know, dad, tell your sister. We'll be back uh, next week with a new episode. Mm-hmm. So listen for the hot fuego. Don't forget to uh, summertime, drink a lot of water, make sure suntan lotion. And respect. Go Warriors. Salute.